This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast. And I'm coming to you from a new Griffin Park. And as you can hear, there is singing there is dancing, there is cheering, there is all sorts going on here as the mighty, mighty bees are circling the pitch doing their lap of honour that they do for every game. But this has been an equally happy lap of honour as the bees, Brentford 2, Burnley nil, and all those butterflies that have been in everyone's stomach for weeks and weeks, they have gone. Marvellous, absolutely teeming, tremendous result. The last 10 minutes of this game sorted out Brentford's future in this division. I've said for weeks that we're not going down, but now, rest assured everybody else, I'm sure you're all feeling exactly the same way. What an absolutely brilliant result. Yeah, amazing. This is what it's all about. Brentford are staying up. We did it. 75 minutes gone. I was just praying for the full-time whistle to go. A little bit of quality from Christian Eriksson. Pops it in the box. Ivan Tony. Da, 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 da. Listen, how, how happy are you after 
after this? Are you feeling relaxed? Happy and relieved. Yeah. And why, why? Bees are staying up. This is like, listen, what a result, eh? That was a fantastic result. It was very tight for a lot of the game. But we came out on top, and I think deservedly so. Uh, I mean, another two goals for Tony. No, a really, really good performance, I thought. Uh, good, good performances across the pitch. Nobody let us down. Really, really, really good. Good result. And 30 points uh, with nine games to go. Fantastic stuff. Listen, New York man, you were in New York, but you're not in New York anymore because you're back at New Griffin Park. And this is a slightly newer than New York, but tell you something, that was a new feeling seeing that window, wasn't it? It was absolutely fantastic. After a, 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 a kind of dull second half, you know, it looked like it was two teams who just kind of didn't want to lose. But then Ericsson just put the ball onto Tony's head and it was magnificent. And, and the uh, penalty just put the cherry on the, on the cake. It was absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. Cherry on the cake, as you say. This is something. Are you eating cherries? Are you eating cake? I mean, what were you doing on that terrace today? Uh, I was having a bit of both, if I'm honest. Uh, <laughs> after half time, though, obviously. <laughs> oh, big win for us. Big win. I'm elated. That's what I need to say. Listen, I know you're elated. I want you to talk to me about that game. Because were you nervous before going into that game? Oh, 100%. 100%. Burnley and no mugs. And they do have a couple of games in hand. Will they be safe? I don't know, but we're safe-ish. And I'll keep it at that. I'm going to say to you just quickly, Burnley, because I like to give respect to the other side. I mean, listen, they gave us a battle today, and I thought that they I thought they played really well, to be honest with you. End product, maybe, question mark, but it's always been the game. But I thought Burnley, you know, listen, it, it was it was a bit at stage. For, for the longest time, I thought that was going to be a nil-nil draw. For the longest time, they played well, but we played just a little bit better. There's fine margins in this league, very fine margins. You up the bees, up the bees. Thank you. What a result, eh? What a result. Oh, absolutely amazing. I mean, that last 10 minutes was phenomenal. I didn't see it coming. Got to be honest, I was, I was sort of satisfied with the point when it got sort of 80 minutes. I didn't think, I didn't think the goal was coming. But, you know, look, we, 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 we stuck in there and then, you know, Ericsson created that bit of magic, that, you know, that couple of yards, whipped in a wonderful cross and, uh, and, a, and a fairly straightforward header by Ivan in the end. Fantastic. No, massive three points. It's a, okay, listen, we talk about a massive three points. I mean, uh, is, that, is that it now? Is it, is it all over? Is it like we're looking forward to Premier League next season? Let's be honest. Well, let's not rest on our laurels. You know, we've still got to win probably five, six, seven points yet. But I feel like now... That many? Com- that many? Who knows? I mean, last season it was a much lower total you'd have needed. But, I, you know, look, look we, I feel now that we've got the confidence back. We've got eight games left. I, I feel like we're going to win probably at least a couple. I think we'll be all right. I think we'll be all right. Massive win. Huge win today. Massive, massive win. You bees. You bees. Listen, yeah, listen, happy bees in the house there today. That was a that was a that was a wonderful victory. That was a listen, I mean, again, Burnley fans that might be listening, you know, all respect to you and everything like that. And like I said to you, you know, you I feel that you played a good game today in holding us out. I thought that Corney could have caused a few problems. You should have scored a goal in the first half when you got that headed, it didn't really happen. But in the end, we held our own and then in the end we just finished it off, didn't we? Oh, 100%. Um, it was, I, do you know what, I was so stressed that entire game. Do you know what, I thought Bernie actually did a really, really good job. Like, the first half, like, it was actually really even. They had that chance to go 1 0 up. And when Ray made that save, I felt like, I felt like it was Arsenal the taking then. And then it's like having Ericsson, it just really made that difference. The early ball and, like, Tony just did the business. And uh, I, I just felt like, 
That was a really, really big one today, and it was a fantastic win. Two in a row, we're on a roll. Yeah, two in a row. Listen, Ivan Tony, double figures as well. I mean, listen, in the Premier League. I mean, that's big, that's big boy talk, isn't it? Absolutely. Five goals in two games. Like, that is honestly... Oh, it's, it's going to make a difference. It's going to keep us up, and um, oh, absolutely delighted today. Absolutely love it. You bees. You freaking bees. Love it. What a lads. I hear a lot of fans singing, the bees are staying up. Is that your conclusion to the end of this game? Well, I have been very pessimistic for the last few weeks, but at the moment, there's a chink of light. A chink of light. I'll tell you something, Ben. Listen, as long as the chink of light is there and I see a smile on your face. I mean, this game today, just talk me through this game. We were actually under the hammer for about a third of the game, I, I thought. And really, we need the sparkle of, of Ivan to bring things alive. And I mean, he can do that. He can do that. He but can. but we, we lacked a bit of oomph in the midfield. We lacked a bit of oomph in the midfield. We were talking about homes under the hammer. But homes on the end of the day, the hammer didn't go down. And uh, the home was still on the auction. And at the end of the day, we ended up buying the home, didn't we? I think we did. I think we did. So I think we are staying up. I can't, I, listen, I, I would like you to be more cheery than that, more cheery. Listen, I'm going to go over to a slightly cheerier member of your family. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, I think it was a really good last 10, 15 minutes today and we did well throughout the game. I think there was still an argument that we're too slow getting the ball out of the back and that's not good against a side that's like Burnley, who are very well organised but clearly aren't completely comfortable at the back. I've never really thought we looked in trouble at any point this season yet. I think if the result had been different today, I would have been a bit more, more worried. But if you look at the fact that it's the first time we haven't changed the side in two games for months and months when we have our strongest 11 out which was pretty much that today we are a good side we are capable of doing something special in the game and we saw that today um, yeah really really pleased great result and I, I mean, listen, I think also the thing is that, I mean, we haven't talked about it. You've got to give Burnley a little bit of credit, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we went up to Burnley. We thought we were going to get a result up there, and they absolutely wiped the floor with us. They, they, were like, they were like Barcelona, you know what I'm saying? And today they came here. They came here with a game plan. They were moving the ball about. They weren't necessarily just lofting the ball and hoofing it. They are playing it on the floor. They are getting the ball up to Maxwell Cornet, who was doing a few little tricks here and there. Vekhurst was probably a little bit quieter than I thought he would be, to be quite honest with you. But still, you know, they could have caused us a few problems and a few chances. They didn't score them, so you've got to give Burnley some credit. Yeah, they're an effective football team. No one's doubting that. They've stayed in the league for a very, very long time. They've actually got a player in Cornet who looks like he can be creative and be interesting to the other 19 teams in the Premier League and their fans. I think that, you know, the games against them and other teams around them are vital for us and there's no way we can go into those assuming we're going to win and I think we worked very hard today. There's no doubt about that and yeah, having the benefit of having a settled and not injured team made a massive difference. I think when you look at the away game, we had a team that had just lost a key player uh, we had players that looked like they were taking knocks and were a bit injured so I think it's two very different things there I wasn't overly impressed by Burnley in the way game despite how they performed I think it was more a case of us not being fit and you know ready enough for it but yeah again you know we showed today we've got the quality in players like Ivan Tony, crucially Christian Eriksen even Matthias Jensen when he came on for the last 10 minutes did a really good role in bringing that ball forward a bit more so yeah you know Burnley are a good side uh, we're here to beat you know teams in the Premier League and especially at home UBs. UBs. We've got Ollie the B in the house here, and he's told me that he's very happy, and uh, you're probably very happy like another sort of 15,000 bees in the house here today, aren't you? Yeah. I think it was probably one of the best games for a while now. And, and, and tell me, why was it a good game? I mean, did you come here nervous before this game? I mean, it was, uh, yeah, I did come nervous, but it was a very end to end game today. 
I mean, it's end-to-end game. I mean, at the end of the day, listen, you know, we had to dig in quite hard. Burnley had a couple of chances and, you know, they didn't put them away, which is probably good for us. I mean, back in the day, three, four, five, six games ago, they probably would have got in the back of the net, wouldn't they? Yeah, especially with these injuries we've had for a which we've been waiting for them to come back for a bit and then De Silva gets a red card so we couldn't play today so listen no De Silva he's not back he's going to be back for the never game but we still listen we've got what, two results out of three we got actually we, what's it we got we got was it two wins and, oh no the middle oh no the, the Newcastle game we didn't win but we still got two we got six points without De Silva so that's a, that's a good run now now moving forward now listen we got Leicester then we got a little bit of a break then we go into next year are you feeling much more confident I mean after this game yeah because we know we can defend now and attack at the same time and we can defend at the same time I mean and, and as for Ivan Tony, his penalties <laughs> what are you saying about them he don't miss <laughs> he doesn't miss so listen just give us give us one final thought yeah on, on Brentford and, and, and this season we're staying up we are staying up we, God, are, staying we up. are staying up that's it nice one Ollie okay let's okay safe, safe journey back we got more happy bees in the house. Happy, listen, listen. Look, jump, jump up and down for me. Jump up and down. Oh, listen, they're all jumping. Yeah, they're all jumping down. They're all jumping up and down. Listen, we're all jumping up and down. Listen, the, the mad things that happen when you start winning matches. You know what I'm saying? You all start jumping up and down and doing silly things and embarrassing yourselves. Embarrassing your kids. Embarrassing your yeah. kids. But listen, but doesn't really matter because we got three points and we look like. And I, you, I'm just saying this, you know, yeah. just I'm pulling back a little bit. We look like we are staying up. I mean, I've said we're staying up for ages, but now it looks like we are staying up. Uh, the, my my one thing from today, I, I think when he came on, I was head in hands at uh, Frank bringing on Jensen. Sorry, when Jensen came on, I I have to say, and why is that? Because I just thought he's gonna, you know, it's not the game for him. He's gonna get bullied. But I tell you what, he picked Burnley apart. They had us hen back. His passing, he made four or five really incisive balls, which for me were the difference. We started playing again. And from that point on, we just looked a different team. We just picked Burnley off. And uh, I think credit to Frank for a couple of really good substitutions today, personally. Well, and, and that's a very interesting point because at the time, it was around about 80 minutes and yeah. Jensen came on. Yeah. And he came on. We thought he's going to come on for Christian Eriksen because yeah. Christian Eriksen, we thought, oh, maybe he's a bit tired. Yeah. But he brought him on for Norgard, who had a really good game. Yeah, yeah. Norgard had a brilliant game. He was yeah. mopping up everywhere. But you can argue that he was like, defensively, he was doing the business. And we needed, you could smell blood. Obviously, Frank smelt blood. And he thought, tell you what, let me bring him off yep. like let me put the two attacking midfielders on yep. and put you know put uh, put put, put um, um, Janelt back there yeah. to, and, and, and it worked didn't it it, it worked brilliantly and I, I thought you know credit I need to credit to Jensen I thought he looked very sharp when he came on he looked really up for it but but yeah for me that was that was Frank saw something there saw an opportunity and we, we fully exploited it and here we are happy as you like happy as you like so look Going forward this season, I mean, again, you know, the reality is, you know, with our start this season, I'm going to say this now, I mean, listen, we could all go horribly wrong. You know, we could lose every single game, but even if we lost every single game, we still might be in it. But the reality is that, you know, that start of the season's really set us up and we, we, ain't, we ain't going down. So what are, you, what are you saying for the rest of the season? I think we need five or six points over the next nine games, which I think we're, we're, we're able to get. That, that many? I think so, to, to be comfortable. I mean, let's face it, when we relegate Leeds on the last day... please, That's dirty language. Dirty language. We don't want there to be any pressure on us. We want to be able to enjoy it. So, yeah, five, six points between now and then, and then last day of the season, a bit of a fiesta. Ah, yes, yeah, so all the good Spanish talk for you. All right, all right, safe journey back then. Take care, Billy.
Oh, sorry, we got people coming yeah. through and everything like sorry. that, you know. Sorry. What Brentford a result. Oh, my God. A what, listen, did you love that result, did you? Yes, it was lovely. That was in memory of my daughter. Is it? And what's your daughter's name? Charlotte. Okay. This is memory to Charlotte. You've got a big victory to Charlotte today, yeah. and we'll remember and Charlotte forevermore. She was and a supporter. Is she? Well, she, she was for Brentford. Okay. And RIP Charlotte. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I peace, Charlotte. Okay, uh, yes, Brentford's in my heart forever. Right. Yes, right. definitely. Right. Well done to the boys for pulling that one out of the bag. So oh, that's lovely. So listen, so listen, what a result, eh? Oh, Bill, I'll tell you what, that was so nervous, nerve-wracking. That, you know, I was looking at that game and I thought, where are we going to pop up and get a goal from? But it was just two bits of magic from Ericsson. Wow, what a cross, what a ball in for Tony's header. We turned the screw. Mate... When they hit the crossbar, was it oh, yeah. Rodriguez? Yeah. Uh, where, uh, he came on. He hit the crossbar, and I thought that came out of nowhere. Yeah, it did actually. And then they then they was on for on us for about five minutes, and I thought, oh no, we're going to come a cropper here. But yeah, you're right. We turned the screw. We got a little bit of a break. Got a beautiful crossing, and Tony just stuck it away. And you know when the penalty is coming up, we know what's going to happen. <laughs> we, knew it. we knew it. We knew it. Left side, right side, doesn't matter. It's going in. It's going. In. And I'll tell you what, that's a big, massive three points. If that pushes them on now, we've got Leicester coming up. Hopefully, you know, we never know. We might be able to pick a point up there or, or even better. I reckon they're going to do better than that well, there. Uh, and, well, and I've said that before this game, and I've, I've got, I'm on record as saying that as well. well. I thought that's where we're going to pick up the points because we're not expected to pick up points there. Well, I hope you're right. And that's, this is where you have to pick up the points where you're not expecting it. You're right. But there were some outstanding performances today. You know, I thought Pinnock... He made one mistake the whole game. But apart from that, he was immense, absolutely immense. The geezer's not on another level. Norgard again, uh, fantastic. Um, Brian, a little bit frustrating. He was getting in good positions and that, but he, you know the ball wasn't just quite running for him. Um, but yeah, those two goals. That's all that matters. Those two goals and the victory, three points. And I tell you, what, onwards and upwards, Bill. I tell you what, if we can build on this. And stay in this division, you know, there's no reason why we can't go on and do better things later on. You bees. You bees. Come on, you bees. Are you happy? Are you happy? I'm happy, Bill. Three points. But? I thought that they made hard work of the game, though. I I was the bees. I always thought to myself, they had a few pops at the goal, but we just didn't seem to be hitting the spot. And when that goal, Ericsson, and he put that ball over and we got the first goal, oh, my God, celebration time. I jumped up, I forgot myself. And then, <laughs> and then when we got the penalty, again, lovely. What a lovely feeling to see the bees on a run with two games, two wins. In a row. Two weeks a rare run. two wins in this division. At the minute, you know, I was getting a little bit disheartened. I always want the bees to do well, but I just felt like we'd been flagging a bit lately. But today was wonderful. So up the bees, Bill. Always, always, you know that. Happy. I'm trying. I'm trying. trying. So more bees in the house, and I, I, you're telling me what a lovely day you've had. What, what, what have you been doing today? You've been gardening, or maybe you maybe down the beach or something? Have you? I've been up here in Sussex on the downs walking my dog. And I was chilled out, and then I came down to Brentford, and I've had the best afternoon in a long, long time. And why is that then? Well, I met Suzanne, a friend of mine that I've made at the Arsenal game, who Rob Rowan's widow, and she's a grand lady, and I met all her friends today, and we've had a couple of beers together. In the South Stand? 
No, we were actually... Yeah, in the South Stand. You're absolutely right. I do apologise. I just got a bit fox there. Yeah. And it was great. That's right. And what else happened today? Wow. We won 2-0, didn't we? And that Christian Eriksson, he did the biz. And Tony, who never misses a penalty, got another good one. And... uh, he ain't ever going to miss a penalty in my opinion. Oh, you've jinxed it now, haven't you? So no, listen. No, no, no. He's just the man and he gives them the eyes. He knows where the ball is and he's just going to do the right thing every single time. So listen, I mean, you're very happy now and you're walking your dog on the downs earlier. But when you were walking your dog on the downs earlier, were you a little bit nervous coming up to Brentford? Of course I was. But, you know, you know, when I reflect upon it, I was kind of confident. Not overconfident. But I felt we were in this game, and although Burnley were coming a bit good, I just felt that we were nicely organised and we are getting rid of all our injuries. My only slight regret, and it's unfortunate, was that Josh wasn't able to play today. Josh Silva? Yeah. I mean, but the, but on, the, on the flip side of it, the fact that Josh Silva didn't play and we got some three points out of it is a good thing, isn't it? It sure is. I just imagine how good it will be when he's back and he's right on the money. He's sensational, and the Premiership hasn't seen him yet. That's right, but look, I think he's got real things to offer. Yeah, he's got things to offer. But I'm going to say to you, listen, we can't play everybody because we've got Christian Eriksen, we've got Jensen who come on as brilliant. You know, we, we can't play them all in our sides, can we? No. What a glorious position to be in. You bees, you bees indeed. Yeah, bees in the house here. We're actually walking back to the Baltic Avenue, <laughs> and when it takes you higher, <laughs> you know. Um, but listen, before we get to the Baltic Avenue, I've got to talk to you, Baltic Avenue man, because you well, live very close to Baltic Avenue. And uh, listen, and, 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 you know, talk about the Baltic, you know, things were very Aquarius. I, I, I don't know what I'm talking about, do I? <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> I'm talking absolute Baltic, aren't I? An absolute load of Baltic, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I'm going to stop talking Baltic and I want to talk about what happened there in that. Were you very happy with that? I'm absolutely delighted. Oh, man, this is a massive game coming into this. A loss would have put us right in the trouble. Draw as you were. Win, massive. I just wanted to win and have a party. And boy, did we have a party in that stadium. Beautiful. We did have a party in the stadium when we were going back. And luckily, I was going to drive today. I wasn't feeling too well the last couple of days. But today, I felt up feeling right as rain. But also, I felt a little bit of a victory coming. So I decided to park the car at home. And I'm going back to the Globe now to have a, one or two sherbets. And uh, I think there'll be a few people actually having a few sherbets uh, with me tonight, don't you think? I, I think it's uh, sherbet time tonight. Absolutely. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Look, just going, just going back to that game. Listen, you know, um, it was nil all for, for quite, a, quite a period. Were you nervous at that time or were you, were you comfortable? Personally, I was comfortable with it because if we got a point... I figured that's fair enough. You know, I thought if we lose, then Leeds United will be crying. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, if we win, it's all good. But were you feeling nervous? I wouldn't say nervous. A bit, maybe, I don't know, apprehensive. That wasn't quite going our way. We weren't creating much. Burnley seemed on top. and uh, For the whole game? No, they had spells. I mean, they had a lot of corners, for instance. We know they're set-piece prowess. It's just like... I think this is that moment where they had the shot and hit the post. But, 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 but saying that, I'm just going to come back to that and we'll just talk about this game. They did have a lot of corners, particularly in the first half as well. You know, so it's almost like the, 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 they, they were having the, the attacks. We were dealing with the attacks. We were, they were putting out for the corners. But every corner that they, they put in, we dealt with, I thought, perfectly. Oh, yeah. Each time I got a corner, I just basically kind of said, defend well, bees. Each time I got a corner. And, and they listened to you? They did. Particularly Ethan Pinnock, 
he got his head on so much. And I thought, just carry on defending, keep the clean sheet. That's the biggest thing today is a clean sheet. Have we got a clean sheet? Got the goals on icing on the cake. Icing on the cake. It's interesting you talk about Ethan Pinnock as well. I thought he had a marvellous game today. We had a conversation on our little kind of communication group uh, in the week. And I said that, and, I'm, and again, I'm not disrespecting you as I met him at um, St George's Park um, with my daughter as well. Introduced you to him and he's really nice, really polite to my, my daughter. Took a photograph of my daughter Bella as well, which is Tyrone Mings at the England camp up there that I went to a couple of years ago before the lockdown. So I'm not disrespecting him at all. But I personally believe that um, I said that Ethan Pinnock, okay, Maybe, you know, with the Jamaica call, he went a bit early with Jamaica. And listen, I'm not disrespecting Jamaica because I've been to Jamaica in the World Cup. I've been to see Jamaica play in Jamaica. I'm a reggae boy because I used to live in Jamaica as well. Of course, I go and see England as well. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad that he's playing for Jamaica. But I'm saying that, listen, if he knew that maybe there's an England call there, maybe he may not have made, waited a little bit and made his choice. And I think that, coming back to this, Ethan Pinnock is better than Tyrone Mings. Pull this one out. Well, he does seem to be getting better every season. Just uh, brilliant in the air. He's better with his feet. His composure is better. I can see him in England defence, absolutely. But he's not going to play for England because he plays for Jamaica. I know, it's a shame. But, but I know what you're saying. I mean, uh, Jerry speaking, obviously, England would say is a more quality team than Jamaica. But uh, At the moment? At the moment, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, I've got to just say that, you know but what I'm saying? He, but he could fit into the quality of England. It won't happen, but it shows how good he is that we, we could picture him doing a job. And, I, and I'm going to say this as well, Ivan Tony, and I've said this before, we said, should he play for England? I said, listen, with them penalties, just put him on the bench. <laughs> just pull him off. We're going to pull him off for the final, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, that, that would have done us the business. Oh, absolutely. I mean, today. Tony just, he, he, he didn't do much, but then he just came alive. And the cross from Ericsson was just actually delicious. He tucked away quality and the penalty. Wow. We know what he does with penalties. Brilliant again. You bees. You bees, come on. Happy bees. Happy bees. Happy bees in the house. Listen, what, listen, what a game, what a result. But I think, as more to the point, is like, I think we're, you know, a lot of people might say there's still a few things to iron out here, but... We have to realise that, you know, we have to realise where we are yeah. as a team and where we need to go and what we need to get there. And the fact is that we've got enough tools in the box, I believe, and we've shown there today, to hold our own so that next season we can come back even more prepared in this league. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, There's no doubt there's players probably in the team that you probably think aren't going to be good enough. But we've now got to, if we, if we didn't get the next couple of games right... Enough time to bring players in. So, you know, second season syndrome, I suppose, is always a thing, isn't it? But you, you buy the, the players in that gets you away from that and takes you away from that. Hopefully we'll do that. But Which you, you do. The, the other argument is that we haven't blown a gasket. So a lot of teams have spent all their money in the first season and they're kind of stuck with a lot of those players that they bought in the first season. We bought very few players yeah. in the first season, so we can kind of like, we've got a lot more manoeuvrability. Yeah, we what we spent thirty nine million pound on Aya, Wissa and Onyeka. Um and if you look at all three of them, none of them, it just shows how much you have to spend, doesn't it? Because if you look at the three that we spent money on, they not really touch the surface, have they? Of, of playing games on Onyeka and Wissa don't start. Aya does, but you know, just shows how much you need to spend. So it is a struggle. There's a huge jump from where we've been in the championship to now. Um, next season will be another jump again. We've seen it with Leeds. You know, the minute you lose 
two or three your best players, you're, you're, you're down and struggling. But moving on today, massive, massive win, huge win, you know. So we just got to jump on that, and we back it up. So listen, we got listen. Will the spreadsheet winker? We normally have him on the podcast, but he's not down here because he's up in Manchester somewhere. So we but we've got our own stato. Our a globe stato in the house here, and, and you've, you've, you've been crunching the numbers, haven't you? Yes, I've been crunching the numbers. I reckon 30 points where we are now, massive milestone, nine games to go. I reckon one win, two draws, 35, that'll keep us up. Um, and you look at next three games, I guess we've got Leicester, we've got... And Leicester. Yeah. Get, get three points out of those... Going into the last running, another th- last three games of the season, I think we've got... Um, Southampton. Southampton, Everton, Leeds, last three games. One win out of those three, we're staying up. That's it. I think we're almost there, really do. So, so I mean, and then looking at this game here today, I mean, look at the way that we played. I mean, forgetting about the stato, look how we applied ourselves defensively and offensively today. We obviously offensively we did what we had to do at the time, didn't we? Yeah, well I kind of think we we're having a conversation about this and I think Frank must have said to them, stay in the game, don't concede, they're the ones that need to win the game. Hold hold out 75 minutes. I mean, to be honest with you, if Rodriguez had scored that goal on 75 minutes, hit the crossbar, went in, I don't think we'd have come back from that because I think they would have shut up shop. But they didn't. We got the opportunity, got the goal, and then from there, just impetus, Tony gets the penalty, 2-0, great result. But it could have gone either way, to be honest with you, but fine margins, fine margins. So, the Rusty in the house, what an absolutely... Your heart, I mean, obviously your heart is now not fluttering anymore, is it? I'm sure it's fluttering before the game, isn't it? Yeah, I woke up at five, worried about it, you know, like Christmas day you know worried about excited about worry about uh, Brentford on Christmas day always worried about <laughs> Brentford but no um, yeah yeah it was it was a massive game wasn't it it was a huge game if we got to win it it was going to be a, a massive day for us but yeah 10 minutes ago on to take the draw Burnley battled well fair blow to their fans they, I thought they were brilliant they applauded Ericsson when he went over to take this first corner they applauded the poor Brentford fan for his minutes applause for his unfortunate death I thought they were great but yeah I thought Burnley came and done what they do they were great they're like a really really good championship side aren't they they play to their strengths percentages they're strong they, you know they're quite dangerous but yeah well, all it took was one bit of quality Ericsson's ball to Tony just the one bit of quality that we were looking for I was saying to the lads over there the, there's a fella in front of me we were going man and he turned around and he goes Tony's done fuck all all game. I said, he doesn't have to. He, all he's got to do is what he's just done there. It doesn't matter. And when he scored the penalty, I tapped the fellow on the shoulder and I said, that's the second thing he's done all day. <laughs> but that's all that matters, isn't it? You know? But yeah, great performance. Ericsson's class. Like we're saying, Pinnock is just like absolutely brilliant, isn't he? He just mops everything up without any fuss at all. He just goes under the radar. No one knows who he's in the Premier League, but he's absolutely priceless for us, isn't he? I wouldn't swap any centre-half in the Premier League for Pinnock. It's brilliant. But, yeah, and at the end with the Hey Jude and the whistles on fire, what a party. It's such a good laugh, isn't it? You know, that's what it's all about, isn't it? You know? That's, that's, that's right. That's right. Indeed, indeed. Listen, we've got Steve. Who's oh, Steve? He's, oh, I'd like to say that he's a neutral because he comes there and you, Steve watches a lot of football matches because you... 
you obviously report on football matches, but you also like coming down to the mighty, mighty bees because we are mighty. And, and you've got to say, taking your journalist head off and putting your, putting your Brentford head on, you enjoyed today, didn't you? I thought today was an excellent day for Brentford Football Club. The league table doesn't lie. Nine-point gap over 18th doesn't lie. What I did think was good about today, as my friend just said, Pinnock was outstanding. For me, he got man in a match because he mocked out everything. But what I think was the ultimate tribute to Brentford was it looked like a mid-table game. It didn't look like two relegation-threatened teams. Uh, um, for Burnley, I will say they'll come straight back up. As you said, I watch a lot of championship. Hold on a second. Do you think they're going to get relegated after this? Yeah, the league table doesn't lie. Uh, Everton and Leeds will have to really plummet, and they probably just about got enough not to. It's hard to see where Burnley's goals come from. Did they, the aerial bombardment was Burnley's sole avenue of assault, and Brentford, you know, they don't have million-dollar players, but they cope with everything. Now, if Brentford can cope with everything, it's really hard to see how Burnley will score two goals a game, especially away from home. So, yes, I do. I don't say that with any glee because I think they're a fine club. But, no, this is not a Brentford show, obviously, and I want to talk a bit about them. What I would say is, when the goal went in, I was inclined to agree there was the first bit of quality in the game. Two bits of quality, the cross and the header were superb. They deserve to win the game. But what really intrigues me, given that it's now pretty certain you'll be staying up, one or two more quality players, not three or four, one or two, you could have a kind of lightning offence that will really, shall I use the word, terrify Premier League defences. That's right. And, and, and it's interesting, a good analysis there from you, Steve, as well. I mean, at the end of the day, obviously, um, Brentford fans, before the game and you were in the pub beforehand, there's a little bit of nerves going on there. But at the end of that game, the outpouring of joy was a, was a, was a good thing, wasn't it? Oh, I got to comment on that at the full-time whistle. Thomas Frank, you'd have seen him walk around the stadium. The guy's not normally that chirpy. The smile on his face said, oh, that's us up. The fist pumping by the players is not something you get after every game. The joining of Hey Jude, everybody in that stadium knew how significant this win was. You could see it in the body language. A huge outpouring of relief. This, to me, signifies I'm not the only one at the stadium that knew this is the day Brentford confirmed another year in the Premier League. Everyone knew. It's got bees in the house here as well. And listen, happy bee. Happy bee in the house. And you've made a lot of interesting points that everybody else has had. You're talking about the game and the fact that, you know, you've been through the divisions and we got the result later in the day. But you made an interesting point about Ivan Tony, didn't you? I just think he, he's got a slight attitude problem, perhaps. And when, it, when the game's going well, you know, he's all over, he's pushing high. But as soon as it starts going the other way, loses the ball a couple of times and Boimo doesn't put him in. You know, you can see his arms go up in the air and the work rate slows down. And I don't know. And Boimo, I feel like, is not as good as Tony, but his attitude makes up for it and work rate. Whereas I can see Tony, you know, there was the incident a few weeks ago where he was videoed abroad, which, you know, can easily be taken out of context. But when you put that with his performances, you know... Okay, and, and, and I'm not I'm not throwing these together. I'm just saying you made a comment. I thought what's more interesting the comment you're talking about him back next season. Oh, it's whether he'll you know does he want to play with us next season? I I think there's been interviews where he said if Liverpool came along and offered him a contract, he'd be off in a flash. I'm, I'm sure most Brentford players would do the same. Most would, but you you there's part of you which hopes that a player will stay. But I would take I'd take Watkins or Mapai back over Tony next season if I had the choice 
interesting. But other than that, you were very happy with his goals. Very happy, yeah. <laughs> other than that, five goals in two games. Couldn't ask for anything more. So, so you want him to stay? Yeah, for now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you want, do you? <laughs> so, bees in the house. Listen, I've talked to all sorts of bees today, and, uh, and all of them are very happy. And I just want to find out if I've got a full house. Oh, Christ, yeah. Um, it, it was just a huge, huge result. Uh, Christian Eriksen, I have to say, he, looks, he looked great in parts. He looked, he looked knackered in parts. Uh, he walked off the pitch and didn't celebrate as much as everyone else. But he provided that extra bit of quality. That cross for Ivan Tony's beautiful headed goal. Um, and you know the, the through ball for I, Ivan Tony that was brought down. I'm not. I'm surely I'm not the only one that thought the referee had sent Ivan Tony off. I thought, oh no, he sent him off for diving. Not. It was a penalty. I could. It all happened so fast. And then obviously, because um, I didn't see him point to the spot. Um, but yeah, that that's us safe. You know, I know. I know it's not mathematically, but back to back wins. It was, it's just huge, Bill. And you know we're. We're nine points away from the dirty zone now. And teams have got games in hand on us, but they've got to win them. And we, we go to Leicester next week and we can relax a bit. I, I, they, not that they will. There's more victories in this team now. Now they, now they know that they can win again. Uh, Ericsson's only going to get better. Tony's going to get more involved in the game, hopefully. It wasn't a game for him. He looked frustrated today. Brian and Bumo, he had a bit of a, bit of a mare today. But on another day, it's all going to click. And, and I think with Ericsson pulling those strings, you know what I thought was decent today. And, uh, yeah, I, I, we, we got a little bit of a swagger back now. Um, but, yeah, it's a massive release, um, massive relief, and it's going to be a massive Saturday night. It's going to be a massive Saturday night. So this is Besotted Pride of West London podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us on all good podcast channels. Also, thank you for buying us a beer. Besotted.com, for us a beer. And... Uh, respect to everyone here that's done that as well because they don't forget to send their writers a review on all good podcast channels as well we have got another game next week at Leicester on a Sunday so we've got a bit of a break it's just very nice but other than that I'm sitting down here we've beaten Burnley with a big gap between us and the rest of them we're very happy we're in the pub now we're in the globe we're going to love it come on you the TalkSport fan network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year as football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.